Good morning and welcome to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Good morning to all of you joining us locally by radio and streaming online. We appreciate you tuning in. Today is Sunday, February 4th, and I'm your host, Hertzie Hertz. I'm here to talk with Maddie Love in studio with our guest, Zach, from the Zach Relig podcast. Before I start, I do want to make an apology for last week's episode. There were some technical difficulties, but we are here today braving the cold, snow, and football fans. This is an open conversation, and we welcome and encourage listener interaction with your phone calls to 952-946-6205, your emails to radio at mnatheist.org, or tweet us at at Atheist Talk. The phone number is only available when we are live, but you can always email or tweet when, whether we're live or you're listening to the podcast. Maddie, Zach, welcome to Atheist Talk. Hi. Zach? Thank you for uh, having me on the show. <laughs> I try to keep the mute button on as long as possible. <laughs> oh, you want to hear me talk? Oh, no. Yeah, that, that, yeah we kind of do. <laughs> oh, so that's why we're doing this. Okay. Yes. Well, we want to hear you talk about what you talk about. Exactly. So, so what? Well, I'll do my best. So the Zacrilege Podcast, what is this? Well, the Zacrilege cast is a state of mind. I'm sure Maddie doesn't mind me talking about my show in the third person. Uh, I I have rules I, about talking about things in third person. I don't. <laughs> well, I, I interview people. So generally speaking, I'm aiming for atheist podcasters and bloggers you've heard of. But if it's someone you don't know, I guarantee they have an interesting story. My guests tell their stories so I can concentrate on drinking. I mean, that's the real, <laughs> the real, the real point. At first, I was thinking, "Oh, I'm going to do a show where I talk about the podcast I listen to," and then Bobby from No Religion Required said, "Hey, I'll show up on your show." So, uh, a, an interview show was born, uh, beginning it's, of 2015. So, yeah, three years. So you would say it snowballed from there. <laughs> we will probably right. we will probably have some snow and weather puns, listeners, um, because. As many, we're cold. Yeah, we're, we're cold. cold. It's cold. And it's been hilarious with the the um, Super Bowl here and all the celebrities were like, wow, it's cold. And all the Minnesotans are like. Not warmed up, actually. Yeah, yeah, it did warm up, actually. It's, it's, I, think it, I think I saw six degrees yeah, on Google. it was Google. negative 10 on Friday. Yeah, so I mean, this is, this is nice. <laughs> and Zach, you're, you're down in the southern area of, of the states, right? Yeah, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, so during the weather <laughs> part, I was actually putting extra layers on just because. And I think, actually, Georgia schools just called called themselves off for Monday just because they heard your weather report. <laughs> That's what we do down here. We don't take any chances. It's just above freezing, and it's raining here, so we're lucky because, yeah, if we had any freezing precipitation, I wouldn't leave the house for, like, a week. Oh, yeah, there, there are times when Minnesotans look and go, oh, no, we're not, we're not driving. Because that's just bad. But let's get back to your podcast. Well, I had a question before we get back to the podcast. Oh, okay. You know, I've I've listened to a lot of your shows lately. And so what I think we need to get off like right away is to know what are you drinking this morning? Yes, that is a good question. I mean, it's a Sunday morning, so you should at least be drinking some wine or something. (laughs) Is it it noon somewhere? Uh, It's not. It is. Uh, But today is – Today is Super Bowl Sunday, and football Sundays are my excuse to day drink. So in honor of that, and because I loves me some America, I'm drinking an Athena Paradiso, a Berliner Weiss style with passion fruit and guava. So it's like breakfast uh, from the Creature Comforts Brewery in Athens, Georgia. So I am going local. Yeah, it's like it's like toast with jam. 
It's essentially the same thing. You have your beer as your bread, and I've heard some fruit in your beer, so it's toast with jam. Same, it's the same difference. Zach, you cannot see my face, but I'm making my beer face, which is just, ugh. <laughs> I like to not call myself a beer uh, <laughs> snob as much as a beer aficionado, and I, this, it, takes, it takes me longer to describe the beer I'm drinking than my show. So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I'm just sitting here with, with some herbal tea. <laughs> I'm on coffee. Yeah, we have to drive, though. Yes. <laughs> it was great when I guessed it on Zach's podcast because I was like, I don't have to drive. <laughs> where's, the, where's the alcoholic root beer? <laughs> exactly. See, you play along nicely. Oh, yes. So, Zach, um, why did you choose to put a podcast out on YouTube? Well, it's probably a matter of being lazy because I do uh, a football show and it's on YouTube. And my friend said, hey, you know, you can record on YouTube doing Hangouts and then you can burn the audio and make that into a podcast. I'm like, OK, so that's the way I do it. I, I hear people talk about mixers and editing and it just gives me the shakes. Um, <laughs> I am there with you. <laughs> I'm terrified of editing. I mean, I have more PTSD from the one time I had to do it than nearly dying. So I just do my show live. I'm, I sing my own intro music because I'm classy, and what happens happens. I'm looking it's, at. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's strangely relaxing for me. People who record, they're like, "Oh, let's take 15 takes because you you know your cat made a noise outside the door," and I'm like, "Sorry, cats are part of the show now." I'd like to make a, a, a lovely point and thank our producer because he's sitting behind quite possibly the biggest mixer I have ever seen. And while he's listening to you, he's just like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hate it also. I get it. <laughs> An editor's worst nightmare. Me. Which is why I do it live because then I don't have to do any of this. Yeah, we, we don't. Thank you. Thank you, We Eric. don't edit this show out. I mean, we pull the commercials off for the podcast, but that's, that's it. it. Like, it, it goes well, up we, as is. We make sure that the, the patrons get the Patreon content. Oh, yeah. But that's easy. Oh, yeah. That's just. Are we recording yet? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Zach, if you want to do some Does Patreon work. No, that's actually how the Patreon Three, two, starts. One. The Patreon starts with me going, wait, are we recording? <laughs> Which we'll probably do since we'll probably do some Patreon today. <laughs> but let's get back to the podcast. Your podcast. Sure. So you're on YouTube because you hate editing. Did you also join YouTube? Was there any sense of like, hey, there's all these great, awesome, friendly atheist people in YouTube. So this is where I want to be. I think I, I figured, I mean, we all know there are bad people around, but I didn't figure out the extent of it on on YouTube until probably last year. I mean, just... You can get down a pretty crazy rabbit hole when you go there for any subject you find. Like, you discover, of course, he's kind of the opposite of what we're talking about. Like Steve Shives, and you see like fifty. Oh, he's terrible, absolutely videos. terrible. Oh, he's so <laughs> awful, and it's like, oh my gosh! I, no, actually, we've, we had I actually a... had somebody like do sort of a YouTube takedown. That's like how you communicate on YouTube. You don't talk to each other. <laughs> you do takedown videos without telling them, and then it gets posted online. You're like. I said this one thing that's, you know, that's why I start my show with out of context quotes because I feel like a lot of it's out of context attacks and it's just Weird. sometimes it gets super personal and, and scary and I don't know, I guess I straddle the line because I started as YouTube but I do iTunes and I figure that's where most people find me is in podcast form So because, I mean, yes, we are on video, we are talking, we're, you can see us, you can see me drinking and that's great. 
but it's really about what we're saying more than it's not a good video. It's not terribly compelling to see, except for when you're on, of course. But <laughs> it's, it's the vocal part that's, I think, the important aspect of it. Um, and uh, Steve Shives, if you somehow managed to listen to this, no, we do love you. You were out, you're a guest and I would no. love to have you back. No, 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 he's no. terrible. Are we going to have like an official thing? Cause I thought our official enemy was odd atheist friends. They were, but why not have more? Oh dear Lord. Everybody else is doing cog this. So we got to do something. I know we you, do. Yeah. You need a, yeah. You need a, like a nemesis and someone that you're having a podcast duel with. I always joked with friends like, Hey, we should pretend to be like mad at each other. And it's like, yeah, but too many people are doing that for real. So Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, and then oh, I had something else, and then I lost it. Dang it! Just like the internet to rip your soul and your thoughts away. No, that was <laughs> that got dark. <laughs> I actually, I honestly, when it comes to YouTube, I had no idea YouTube was bad until I started. And actually, probably in the last year, because I'm not a YouTube like person. I, I I watch movie trailers on YouTube. I'll search like you know Black Panther movie trailer, Last Jedi movie trailer. Don't and hug then I'm me, done. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't what? Don't hug me, I'm scared. If you haven't watched it, we will be watching it later. I have, I have no idea what that is. Is it funny? Mm. Uh, I think it will play to your sense of humor. Okay, good, good, <laughs> good. So, I, I mean, I guess I am happy to hear, like, there's at least now two positive. No, there's three because there's Beyond the Trailer Park. There's three yep. positive YouTube atheists now that I can, like, okay, good. We're breaking a dent. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'll get up on there. <laughs> I'm like you, Zach. I don't want to do that. So it's like when I saw that what you were doing, I was like, I could do this. That that doesn't look too bad. <laughs> we just get a little like taste of it because I had Karen Garst on after, you know, the whole Mythicist Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. And just to have somebody who was at that conference, like she was not, she was the first person to ask a question during uh, that quote unquote debate. And even some of the, supporters of that side like we're trickling into the comments and it's like i only got a couple and i'm like to to see yeah don't look at the comment section usually i can do that yeah (laughs) i mean you can look at it but you might need a two drink minimum for that sort of thing (laughs) that just might get me more angsty (laughs) or more argue is that a word are you argumentative that word yeah it's all good yes it's early in the morning Uh, so, you know, Zach, you had Hertzie as a guest. Uh, you also had Marissa, Aiden McCool, Secular Soup with Amy Y and Amy I. Was it your goal to get all of the best atheist podcasters in Minnesota on your show? Well, I guess I'm missing at least one. Um, I, I I guess I spend 30 minutes asking cold-related questions because I'm evil. And it is just sometimes odd how geographically close. Like, I, I feel like there was a two month period where I interviewed like six people from like around Cincinnati because that's a pretty, I don't know, there's a bunch of people around there that, that are, and so it just, yeah, it comes to this weird geographical situation where I, I didn't realize I was talking to Minnesota people. And yes, I did ask a lot of questions about it being cold. <laughs> I tried to keep that off air. It's like, Oh, it's going to be five. I'm like, Celsius. Is this some kind of weather <laughs> system you have in Minnesota that, uh, oh. I don't know. It's, it's something else. Well, hold on one moment. Please stay with us through the break. We'll return to Atheist Talk with our hosts, Man- with I'm sorry, Maddie Love and our guest, Zach Law. I'm Hertzie Hertz, and you're listening to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
Welcome back to AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. You're tuned into Atheist Talk, and I'm your host, Hertzie Hertz, in studio. <clears throat> excuse me, in studio with Maddie Love and our guest, Zach from the Zach Religion Podcast. Before we get back, however, I want to remind everyone listening that immediately following the program, you can listen to American Atheist Viewpoint, an official production of Amer- from American Atheist. Please note, you can always catch American Atheist Viewpoint by subscribing to the podcast version at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast player of your choice. As for the here and now, if you'd like to get involved in the conversation with Maddie and Zach, you can call us at 952-946-6205, email us at radio at mnatheist.org, or tweet us at at Atheist Talk, or you can also go to our Facebook page, which I believe is Atheist Talk. Yes. That is a lot of times that I have to say Atheist Talk. (laughs) And what are we now? We're Atheist Talking. We are Atheist Talking. Not Atheist Talk. Atheist Talking. (sighs) The verbiage. (laughs) (laughs) So, Zach, you Listening to Hertzy on your show last time, it came up that you really wanted to like have music play you out of a segment. So now, now that that has happened, can you say that life, your life is complete? It is a bucket list. Although I almost, I should have had like that Oscar speech at the end. And I got to thank my my cat's therapist. And I got to thank this, <laughs> thank this, this, and and oh yeah, my wife. And and thanks. You know, I like that your cat's therapist gets thanked. Before I've been waiting for it entirely. Yeah, and sometimes you forget. Like, oh yeah, and I love you. Sorry. <laughs> so, and um, just a programming note for listeners: we are considering changing our name to something that starts with the Z because I feel like Zachrilege has cornered the market on the entire like Z atheist thing. Like, if you just search Z, you're, you'll almost just find the podcast. And mm. I, th- I want to ex- increase our exposure. And reach as many listeners as possible. We could be Z atheists. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna start a feud today. Uh, can't you can't you tell that I work in marketing? Like I picked a show name based on my name. That's a name people can't spell correctly, and then a word people can't spell correctly. Because it is take the word sacrilege, you know, get that word out there, have it spelled correctly, replace the S-A-C with Z-A-C-H, and there you go. But I do, at the end of my show, after usually two beers, I, I can spell it, so you can <laughs> I believe in you, listeners. <laughs> I guess I should have, like, 15 versions of it, like, online, as, you know, if I did have a website, which I don't officially, uh, for people to find it, like, because it, I'm sure people are looking under the Z-A-C-K sometimes, or just the Z-A-C, I know. So, Do I want people to find me? That's an interesting question. So, uh, I, I guess next time. <laughs> why? Why did you even decide to do a podcast? I mean, I'm really happy you did because I I really like your show, but like, why? It, it's a time commitment. You do like every week. So like, I guess why did you try to? Why did you decide to do a podcast? And like, what keeps you podcasting? Well, I guess it's just my opportunity once a week to talk about this freely. Um, it's, it doesn't come up in conversation a lot, and I don't necessarily want to lead with it. But it's kind of important to me. I, I guess it was Cash, uh, Atheist on Air, in that 2014-2015 era where he was telling people, hey, you need to start podcasts. You may think there are a lot of them, and there are, but have one. And I've pretty much kept a pretty consistent niche. I interview people. I'm not going to run out of people to interview because there are so many shows out there, and then there are a lot of people who don't have shows, but they still have a story to tell. And I like telling stories. I've been doing interviews for a long time, and it's it's a, it's a fun thing to do. 
And there's a dual challenge as the new person trying to make sure they're comfortable and they're telling their story in a good way. And then there's the person who's been interviewed 500 times and you're thinking, can I get one question that they haven't heard before? Or can I try to throw them off a little bit and see, see how it goes? Because it, it is live. I mean, I'm not trying to do any gotcha, but it, it's fun to get a different perspective from someone. Yeah, I, I was talking, I was on Sarah Talk Radio last night, which is another just live live show. And we were talking about, like, I, I, do, I do atheist talk with Hertz and stuff. And then I've got my own podcast with transy stuff. And we were talking about doing your own show because it's good that there are so many other atheist shows out there because you can fill your niche. And if there's listeners out there that don't like your niche, there's other atheist shows around that can kind of, like, catch them and that they can go to because – I mean, I, I've heard from like real, like not real radio, but like real radio people that it's very competitive out there. Are we not real radio people? Well, we're not like real radio people who are bleeps or whatever. Like we really, because I, I can't swear. I just realized that <laughs> as I was starting that sentence. Um, <laughs> like we don't care about, like we want, you know, a lot of listeners because we want to reach a lot of people and we want to talk to a lot of people. But like we're not as concerned about market share as say – the 93x you know half-assed morning show or something like that sure. like i'm fine if somebody's like hey atheist talk isn't for me the zacrilege podcast that's you know what's meeting my need or you know the atheist experience in austin and i just i guess I, I like that we have like a community of atheist podcasters and it sounds like it sounds like that's kind of something that helped draw you in am i totally off base with that yeah, I don't mind being in like the podcasting friend zone, as it were. I don't mind being somebody's <laughs> second or third favorite because I really am saying, hey, listen to me talk to this great person. Now you can listen to their show and you might like their show more than mine. I mean, really podcasting any subject you want to listen to, there are probably 100 shows. So how are you going to find the people who connect with you? And maybe I connect with you or maybe the guest I have on connects with you. So that's good. And it, it is like occasionally you go, oh, why don't I have this many listeners? Why don't I have, you know, fans with T-shirts all around? And then it's like, no, I, I like to prop other people up. It's kind of my personality. So it's totally fine for me to say, yeah, to feel good about other shows that are doing well. And it introduced people to other shows because, you know, you listen to a show like No Religion Required. Sadly, they're just stop but to hear people do a show with southern accents and talk about atheism it's is good just it was awesome yeah i mean because especially up here in minnesota we have the stereotype of you know the stupid southerner which is a <laughs> it's a really unfair stereotype but it if really you want to make fun of somebody like in minnesota generally somebody starts talking like a, a fake southern accent and it's like that's like a shortcut for like oh they're not as smart as us and that's such a bs like stereotype but it's one we have. So to hear somebody from the South talk about exactly the same things we're talking about. Oh, yeah. And Bobby C. and Miss Ashley were very intelligent. Oh, gosh, yeah. Totally. That Jeremy Traeger guy that sometimes was on it, uh, you know. <laughs> How many fights do you want to pick? That's why he got the got the boot. They all came back. It was like the... It was like the cast of Cheers, like the last episode, they brought everybody back. So for the last episode, they brought Jeremiah and Morgan back. So that was cool yeah. to get everybody on. And then the equipment broke when I showed up. Which <laughs> I'm like, I made equipment break twice in a week. That's a, that's a bucket list item right there. <laughs> I was going to say, made a minute. You're the reason we're having so many troubles. <laughs> well, going back to your show, like Ours. getting new people and whatnot. I just listened to your uh, interview with uh, the Secular Soup podcast, Amy Y and Amy I. And that was like, 
oh my gosh, I laughed the entire hour. It was such a good show. And I mean, their show was good, but like just the, the hearing what you had brought out of that show, it's like, that's what I want to do with like when I podcast. It was like to bring that kind of reaction out of people and you just let them go and it was wonderful and it was just fantastic work. Thank you so much for having that episode. Well, it's, well you're welcome. And it's like, can I stop them first of all? <laughs> it's a bit tough because as you know, I've mentioned many times, there's so many shows out there. Well, it's hard for me to listen to a bunch of shows that I like because usually I'm like, hey, my new guest is on. I need to listen to their show and maybe I need to listen to them being interviewed by somebody else so I can get a feel. Oh no. And I need to I'd stop like you there. To thank you. Yeah, you're going to be stopped when you're thanking, but thank you for tuning <laughs> in. Uh, we will be right back after the break. And I think actually we're going to have a bit of a topic change when we come back. So that will be pretty awesome. So please stay with us. I'm Hurt to Hurt, and you're listening to Atheist Talk on KTNF AM 950. Thank you for tuning in to Atheist Talk on AM 950 KTFN, KTNF. I'm your host, Hertzie, and we're having what I would classify as a wonderful conversation with Maddie and Zach. Before we continue this conversation, which will be our final segment with Maddie and Zach, there's a bit of housekeeping I need to attend to. Atheist Talk is produced with funding from Minnesota Atheists and Cucumbers Restaurant in Edina. Please consider visiting our sponsors, and if you do, let them know that you appreciate their support of Atheist Talk. If you would like to advertise on the program and help keep us on the air, please contact us at radio at mnatheist.org. I also want to note our group of dedicated volunteers and the generous donations of you, our donors. Um, and I actually do not have a donor of the week, so I just want to thank all of you so much for helping out. If you're able to help us with the donation, please consider doing so at our radio fund page or at our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Atheist Talk. All Patreons do get extended episodes. Minnesota Atheist is a 501c3 tax-deductible organization. We couldn't do the show without you, and we deeply appreciate your support. Music for Atheist Talk is by composer and Brent, member Brent Michael Davis and is used with permission. Please note all opinions of the, are of the guests and hosts only and do not necessarily reflect those of Minnesota Atheist as an organization. As always, check out the Minnesota Atheist website for podcasts of previous programs. You can browse articles, book reviews, and peruse the calendar for upcoming events. You can also sign up for the Atheist Weekly email, which will tell you when give you links to upcoming events. It's a great way to stay connected in the community. We're always having a ton of activities around the Twin Cities and the outlying suburbs. If you enjoy the show and all Minnesota Atheists has to offer, consider becoming a member of Minnesota Atheists while you're on the website. Membership has some great perks and check out how on the website. Also, please note our amazing and wonderful sponsor, Cucumbers, is going to be closed for a bit for remodeling, and I honestly cannot wait to see what it looks like when they're done and hope to see you at the brunch when they come back. With all that relevant and useful information out of the way, let's get back to our conversation with Zach and Maddie. I just want to say KNTF is in California. I just Googled it. <laughs> well, we are not in California. <laughs> there is not this much snow in California. I have the Laura Ingram show on their show on their radio station. I'm really happy we do not. <laughs> no. Wait, is that that Dr. Laura lady? Yeah. Ew. Exactly. Well, speaking of doctors. <laughs> See? Perfect segue. segue. Uh-huh. <laughs> Zach, you had a fascinating article that was published in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution um, about some issues, some medical issues that happened in your life. Do you want to take a few minutes to talk about that? Excellent question. And as an interviewee, I am contractually obligated to say that at least once. <laughs> I was going to say, honestly, you could, you could, don't have to say that. Yeah, <laughs> you I could mean, even say no to that question. I'd be like, great, let's go on. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't die. End of story. Uh, In 2001, I spent about three months in a hospital due to a staph infection and a blood clot and a few bad reactions to medicines designed to fix these issues. I spent three weeks in a medically induced coma, uh, got out, and pretty nearly died. So in September of this year, I took a storytelling class, and that was the story I told of my experience of 9-11, which was the day that my experience and the experience of the rest of America finally meshed. So thanks to that class I took, I was able to publish this extended universe version of the story in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that came out a couple weeks ago. And it gives you a taste of my experience and the fact that not dying is my greatest skill. That's a heck of a skill, though. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> well, and I, I, I just reread that story again today because I, I first read it about a month ago when I don't remember now if it was you or or if you were on Marissa's show or if Marissa McCool was on your show because I've, I've listened to so many podcasts lately. But that was the first time I'd heard, your, heard or read your story. And as I'm reading it, at no point during that story did I see like how God got you through, how like people were praying over you. Like at no, there wasn't a mention like for it, against it, one way or the other. So, I guess my my question is: Do you have a religious background? Uh, no, I my parents didn't raise me in any religious faith. Now, I think as a result of this whole situation, my parents kind of went back to religion, oh. but it didn't happen to me. I just recall coming out of you know I'm. By the way, I mean, the drugs they gave me to put me in a coma and get me out of the coma basically got erased my memory of going into the hospital. So I didn't even know really what was going on for a couple of weeks. And I just remember the hospital chaplain being there a lot and my parents like praying with him. And I was just like, OK, what what's happening here? And it did kind of push him that way. And I've had friends say, well, you should thank God for what happened to you. And I'm like, well, no, I thank the people who were there. I thank the nurses and the doctors, the actual professionals who diagnosed my situation. Because if you thank God for saving you, you also have to say, hey, God, what's the deal? Why'd you give me a staph infection and a blood clot at age 27 and almost kill me? And why did you invent these antibiotics that uh, destroyed my red blood cells after the fact? And so you can go you can go both ways. And I know I missed, I had such a great opportunity. I could have written a book. I could have said I went to heaven. <laughs> Could have said I saw Jesus, but I didn't, and and I'm that's you know that's the one thing I regret out of this whole situation. Yeah, well, it, instead you thought you write about psychopathic nurses and whiteboards that are coming, yeah. and, you know, chatting with you. I always say that you know these experiences people have, like if you see Jesus and you go to heaven, you're probably a Christian. You know, if you see Allah, you're probably a Muslim. So you see what you believe, and all I saw was having these nightmares and these hallucinations of like my vital signs going down to zero. And then it just hit me like, Oh, I die. And then nothing happens. And then when I came out of it, I'm like, yeah, but that was a hallucination. That doesn't mean that's what really happens. Uh, you're going to have to find that out when that time comes. And hopefully that's a long time in the future for me. Yeah. Ditto. I'm a true crime aficionado. So it's like, I've actually heard stories of nurses doing that kind of stuff. So I'm just going to stay silent. Well, I did have to, when I read your story and I did have to like go back and reread and go, wait a minute, was this something that actually happened? Did the nurse actually like purposely stop his breathing and threaten him? Or is this like a hallucination? (laughs) Because it was like, oh my God, that is like so potentially real. It was a hallucination, but they were, 
I would say they were like on a different level from real. Everything was like hyper real. Mm. And there's so many that I remember snippets of and like every once in a while it'll pop up and I'll go, oh yeah, I remember watching ESPN and then football players' heads were falling off during the game. And I'm like, wait a second. No, that was just a dream. And that nurse from what my parents say, that you know, nurse was really, really nice and didn't understand why I was not nice to her. And I just, just, there's no way... There's no way to explain, like, this is my best way of explaining my experience, but really, you, unless you are me, you can't know what it was like. Like, I really can't know 100% what it was like for my parents to come down, they live in Nashville, they drove down here, and they lived in Atlanta for three months. They lived in the ICU for, like, three weeks. Wow. They didn't leave. And to just think of their daily experience of, like, just trudging along, like, I was critical but stable, like, every day for, like, three weeks, I don't... I can't imagine what it's like because just going to the hospital for someone to have surgery and it's over in two hours is just a, a tough experience. So to go through that, you know, it's there is not enough thanks I can give to the people who are there and helped me out. I'm just I'm thinking that's because I, I, I always internalize stuff and, and read it from like my point of view, too. And I'm a I'm a lab person. So I go I, you know, play with blood and poop and stuff in the lab. But I also come out. And drain people of their bodily fluids with sharp metal objects by drying their blood. And like people in your situation, <laughs> she's like cringing. People in your situation, well I'm like drawing somebody like you like eight times a day sometimes. And it's like I I've always feel terrible. So I'm just apologizing to, to you for everybody that had to stab you <laughs> multiple times a day, I'm assuming. Yeah. If you want to get over your fear of needles, uh, spend a few weeks in the hospital, and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, it's this this nope. this vein right here is the best one. Yeah. Oh, I actually have gotten to the point where I can tell them what vein is the right one. Nobody wants to use it because it's not in the correct That's true. Place. They don't trust you. They're like, no, seriously, this one on the right arm, you're like, no, I have bad veins, by the way. So it's, oh. Yeah, so oh, no. Uh, so they were like, no, let me yeah. check. And they checked like five other places. Like, oh, you're right. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I, I do know my own body in that way. <laughs> Trust me. I'm glad we could cut open a vein and have this story out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and it, actually, it's um, your story also just kind of took me back. Um, oh, gosh, it was it was quite a few years ago now, actually. My dad uh, fell out of a tree. And so that was a bit crazy of having to go through that and, like, s- sitting in – in the hospital and stuff with my brother and my mom. And I mean, there's like literally nothing to do. And so admittedly, my brother and I, we brought our laptops and we just surfed the internet because we were like anything to do anything because otherwise we're just sitting with dad. And he had some hilarious hallucinations. <laughs> <laughs> he, he didn't He didn't have the as scary. No, he was, he had the hallucination that he was in a frat house and that he was going to get bourbon. Oh. <laughs> That is a good that's, one. That's a good one. Yeah. I know. I know. They they had a good cocktail for him. <laughs> if you're going to have spirits visit you, those are the kind you want. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. Ice. So, uh, <laughs> ice? Yes, on the rocks. Ice. Um, well, ice is true. <laughs> I, I apologize for this cliched question, but like, did it change? Like, as you got done with that? At that whole experience, and you're, you know, you you get fully recovered. Did you do you feel like it changed your life, like mentally, like your outlook? Well, I definitely gained empathy, and it's it's funny that at the time I'm probably you know, I was an atheist, but I didn't think about it. And then, like once I realized that not believing in God was a thing, 
and it gave some people the mads. I thought I could potentially negatively affect my job prospects by talking about it in a podcasting form. And that's kind of how that led to a show eventually. But yeah, I think I wrote in the story, it's like, I, I, I know what pain feels like. So I know anybody who's been through this experience. Uh, I actually got a letter from somebody uh, who just had something like this happen last year. And they really were saying, like, I didn't know anybody else who had this experience. And I'm like, well, now you know somebody. And that's that's good. I mean, maybe that's a connection to the show. Like, you sometimes people say, oh, I don't, there are no atheists in my town. And then you go, oh, no, there's a lot. You just have to. You'll find them. They, they exist. They're just not going to jump out and say it. And people have had these experiences. I mean, in a way, just to gain empathy for somebody else's experience that you can't understand. And maybe that helps me get through. Well, and I, I think to the argument of, that it, you'll hear from Christians, like, there's no atheists in foxholes or, you know, that that line of thinking that when stuff gets really bad, when the proverbial uh, brown stuff hits the fan, it's going to swear again, can't swear, um, that, you know, you'll turn to God and here you went through something that was horrible. It was, hor- you know, just a horrible experience. And yet you didn't walk away going, thank Jesus, you know. <laughs> I mean, it might have been different if my family was more openly religious before and they maybe they it would have been more in the room, but it never came up. I mean... The guy who was a chaplain there did eventually marry me, so you know it's not like it was a bad relationship there. Um, you, you got they, the religious people exist. You know we're gonna have yeah. to, you know, they're gonna have to deal with us as much as we deal with them, <laughs> and that's fine. Well, yeah, and I mean a good. I don't know where I'm going with that. I don't so. have like you, you know, your friend, you know, the chaplain married you, and like we've the chaplains at the. I work at a Catholic hospital. Um, the chaplains there, we have chaplains and and priests. They're both wonderful. Like. We get along just fine. We also don't argue about, like, whether God exists. We just, like, how's the best way we can treat the people around us, you know, which is, I think, more important than than the whole God question anyway. Good point. Well, we have, like, 28 seconds left, so Hertzi is going to read us out again. Yes, yes, I am. So thank you for tuning in for to Atheist Talk. We'd love to have you join us again next Sunday, which should be another exciting episode. I'm proud to be on the air with the Minnesota Atheist and hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you can, don't forget to donate at, MN, at our radio fund page or at patreon.com slash Atheist Talk. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>